Good afternoon. Friday, the 3rd of December. Going to do the college football week 14, or otherwise known as championship weekend. This was a tough one. Back and forth on so many picks, which generally means layoff, so that's what most of it is. There's four picks. Four picks for the games. I didn't come up with anything for tonight in my previous podcast regarding all the other sports I mentioned. It would include Friday night. This analysis does include Friday night. There just wasn't anything good enough to play on that. Um, We did that out a little quicker than I thought, but only because my initial plays ended up being opposite from what the deeper dive was. So there are no plays. Okay, so the first play then, we got Baylor and Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State minus five and a half is the play. I've got this at probably a 24-17 Oklahoma State victory. However, now you would think that that might be a play in the total too, given the margin between the what my prediction is and the, and the total. However, I think there's a significant upside total for this game. I think it could go way over, and the majority of that overage in my calculations would be on Oklahoma State against and against Baylor. So I'm just simply going to take Oklahoma State minus 5.5, knowing that I like Oklahoma State minus 5.5 in a low-scoring game, and I like them even more if it gets higher. And I don't have enough of an edge, even though this number would say under. I don't have enough of an edge. There's a significant upside to this total. Now, the next game was Kent State and Northern Illinois. Again, the initial reaction was Kent State. The deeper dive says Northern Illinois. I've got Northern Illinois by three. I've got Kent State to win by two, which would still be a Northern Illinois play. Um, it just it's, becomes a no play. So passing on that. Then we've got Appalachian State and, and Louisiana. Or I call it Lulaf, but um, Louisiana Lafayette. So initially, it looked like Louisiana was the play. The more I got into it, and I got into this one pretty pretty deep, pretty deep into the water on this one, it became an Appalachian State minus two and a half. So it'd be Appalachian State minus two and a half, or, or you can get the Lulaf at plus three elsewhere. Uh, and it looks like a 30 to 21 Appalachian State score to me. That's what I have it marked down at, but yet I'm not going to play that because sometimes the initial eyeball reaction and the initial top tier numbers are the numbers that count the most. Again, the deep dive says Appalachian State. I, I, I don't have to bet on this. You don't have to bet on it. You, I don't have to bet. Nobody has to bet on these games. It's unfortunate because all these games, I desperately wanted to play a lot of these games um, last couple of weeks, college football were down. I felt like I could get that back. But you know what? I'm not chasing anything. I'm just not going to chase these games. It's not going to happen. So I'm going to pass. You know, maybe the bowl games come out better. We're going to get a bunch of winners. I've had one season where I crushed the bowl games, just destroyed them. That was a good decade ago. I've had success with them since then. So we'll see what happens. But it is what it is, as they say. So we move on to the next one. Houston and Cincinnati. 
This one was never much in doubt for me. Uh, certainly, public will like Cincinnati. They're in the college football playoff. I've attempted to try to fade Cincinnati and, and failed at that. They've stayed strong and stayed in the picture. So this is not me doubling or tripling down on, on the opposition, but I am going with Houston plus 10 and a half. I'm going to take the over 52 and a half in the same game. Now, one would be tempted to think about a same game parlay where I can get even more points for Houston and get an even lower number to go over. And while it's not necessarily a bad play, it's not generally sound to do that in college football. The NFL games are, while it's harder to beat NFL because the lines are so tight, a same-game parlay is better in the NFL because of the tight lines. Whereas in Houston and Cincinnati here, now while this is certainly well-scrutinized, so you consider it probably a fairly tight line, I just don't think there's enough information out there for people to really push this line in one direction or another and have the market decide. The, the market decides the NFL in a pretty efficient manner. It does not do that in the college game. So I'm not going to do a same-game parlay, and I would recommend you not. But if you have strong feeling on this and you like the edge, go for it. You can get, you can get a, a touchdown on each side and combine them together and pay standard juice. But anyway, I look at this as a 34 to 30, a 29 to 21 type game. I just, there is, as you can see there, what I'm saying is, in my opinion, you've got as high as a 63 point game and as low as a 51 point game. So over 52 and a half skews strongly to the upside. And on top of that, I believe there's much more. This is what the numbers dig into. You can't quantify artificial intelligence, if you will. Your head, your brain is telling you, you're watching these games, you're analyzing these games, and the numbers can only tell you so much. Your brain is telling you something else. And I just think it could be a lot higher scoring than 52.5. I could be wrong. But I like the numbers, and I like the... the uh, Tremendous upside, I think, the game has for scoring. And again, these guys do play a little defense, but I just like over 52.5, and I like Houston plus 10.5, and, and you could call it somewhat correlated because on a, on a somewhat lower-scoring game, the underdog getting 10.5 points is a very solid play. But even on a high-scoring game, I like Houston. As a matter of fact, I think the higher scoring it becomes, it almost feels like Houston has a chance to upset Cincinnati in this game by just simply outscoring them. So, and anyway, Houston plus 10.5 and, and over 52.5. Now the biggest game of the day, by far, Alabama and Georgia. Wow, what a tough one. I've got Georgia 31-24. to 24. I, I'm, I'm not going to play that. You know, you could say the mystique of Saban says, oh, you don't go against Alabama. And there's <laughs> there's truth to that. Giving Alabama seven points is a dangerous proposition. Um, but you know, the numbers tell me that Georgia could beat this, could win this game by 20 points. They will not. It will not happen. But I think the upside risk is too much to bet on this game. So I won't. Then we come to Pitt and Wake. I'm going over 71 on this. 
even though the score looks like 37 to 36 Wake Forest, that's barely over the 71. Why would I take it? There's so much upside to this game and not enough downside to not play it. Now, I had a lean on Pittsburgh minus three, but it's not strong enough. It's not strong enough to play in head-to-head type, similar competition, common opponents. Pittsburgh by three is the number, and they're favored by three, so why waste your time? As I said, though, the numbers show Wake Forest winning. So there's other numbers involved here. It's just when I say numbers, I'm telling what I finally end up with with a number, but in reality, there's so much more that other models you could say that that go into this, and there's not enough models on on Pitt. All right, so Iowa Michigan might say it's probably the second biggest game of the day. Either that or Baylor Oklahoma State. I'd say Iowa Michigan is the second biggest game of the day. Uh, yeah, again, conflicting information. I've got this 30 to 23 Michigan. So you'd take Michigan, or I mean, Iowa plus 10 and a half. You get a field goal, a touchdown, and a hook. It's an Iowa play, right? And and by the way, it's always smart to look at the underdog first in these kind of scenarios, these kind of championships and bowl games, the underdog should automatically get your attention first. And so that could be the case with Iowa. There's just too much information that says Michigan could do this. And there's also too much history with Iowa figuring out how to keep a game close with their defense, especially this year's defense. Now, I mean, if if uh, Iowa fumbles or throws some interceptions, Michigan could could steamroll them. This could be a blowout. I just don't think that's going to happen. I think that Iowa is more fundamentally sound than most teams in the nation every year because they don't get too fancy. They don't get that five-star recruit that's going to want to leave early, et cetera, et cetera. Not quite as many divas on the team. They have to play more team, and that's going to help. That's going to help in a game like this. I'm just not going to play it. I would be tempted to take Iowa, but my head says take Michigan, and therefore no thank you. I'm passing. This one, the next one, the final one, became crazy. Just crazy. Utah State and San Diego State. I had this thing locked in at San Diego State. I'm taking it minus the points, minus six and a half, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you have a seven and a six and a half. You you would take the dog plus a seven, and San Diego State minus six and a half. This one, the deeper it got, the more it looked like Utah State. I've actually got this at Utah State 30 to 23. And I can get seven points. Or if I took it, I should at least buy it if I can't get it and take Utah State plus a touchdown. So how can I not take this game? Because I'm not. I'm passing. How can you not take Utah State? If you if a person thinks it's 30 to 23, Utah State, and you're getting seven points, you got a two-touchdown play there. I'm not. It just sometimes your gut can be right in these situations because you spend enough time analyzing games. It's not luck. It's your 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 gut is smarter than your head sometimes because you've studied so much on this information that it just your gut tells you something. You don't know what it is. 
but it's telling you something. And it's telling me to run. So I won't take Utah State plus seven. So the final plays are Oklahoma State minus five and a half, Houston plus ten and a half, Houston and Cincinnati over 52 and a half, and Pitt and Wake over 71. And I'm not even going to, you know, the final leans, I'll mention them again, but just know that the leans switch back and forth enough times that this is almost ridiculous of a, to mention. But Northern Illinois plus the points, Appalachian State minus the points, Alabama plus the points, Pitt minus the points, Iowa plus the points, Utah State plus the points. Those were leans. And, you know, they're going to be on the spreadsheet till the games are played so I can see if my information, how it, how it came out. But, all right, so um, there will be another podcast for NFL picks. Good luck.